Welcome back to another episode of the Pals Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ricky Liorti. And Danielle Galarno. And I guess let's talk about the elephant in the room first, Danny, before we get into this week's episode. You've dyed your hair blonde again. Yep. I feel like 2019, Danny. I feel like you look like when I met you. I feel like you got two years younger. It's a little shorter than I expected, but hair grows. It looks good, Danny. Blonde. It looks good. I'm You're back. You're blonde. You're tan. Hot ready girl summer. summer. Danny's ready to rock and roll. Okay, tell us about your week, Danny. You had a wedding? Yeah, I had a wedding in Ottawa. Shout out to Carolyn and John for a great wedding. It was Woo. amazing. We had so much fun. I'm so happy for the two Guess of them. Guess my invite got lost in the mail. It was my cousin's wedding. It was so good. That's yeah. it? Yeah, I was in Ottawa. Like I was just like immersed in family things all weekend. Stayed at your sister's house. Shout out to Andrea. For one night. Then we stayed at a hotel. Okay. All my cousins, my grandparents. It's exciting. We had just like a welcome party. That was a lot of fun. And then it was just like wedding, wedding. It was exhausting. Family weddings are good, but they're a lot because it's just like everybody's there. And it's mm -hmm. like you spend the first two hours is just hellos. Oh my God. How are you, Danny? So good to see you. No, you we were all to? together all how weekend. How was tax season? That's why we had the welcome party. Okay. So the welcome party made everything a lot easier because you got to see everyone the day before. Yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. And then at the wedding, we could like honestly just go there, have fun. Um, the groom's family's from Philadelphia. Oh, Philly. Yeah. Are they nice? Well, you can't say them. No, no, they are really nice. It was uh, very cool because it was a, I guess, like half of a Jewish wedding. Half Italian? No. What's 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 she? Canadian. Okay. Like French Canadian. So it was like a half-half. Yeah. So like we had some like Jewish traditions mixed into it. And like, whereas our family grew up Catholic, so we're used to like the church and everything. Yeah, yeah. So that was different, that. but it was like really cool to see. They did the horror. That was a lot of fun. Learned all about that. Unreal. So it sounds like a good time. So it was. Good. How was your weekend? Mine was good. Ended up, um, I was supposed to go to Pittsburgh to play in a pickleball tournament and it got canceled morning of. So instead did some shopping in Grove City. I showed you everything I just bought, Danny, and people will see it on Instagram over the next two months. I just want to say if anyone ever sees Ricky out in Toronto in these like white pink pants. Like white tie-dye-ish. Please tell him to take them off and to throw them in the garbage because that's the only purchase I think that... They were $17 at Forever 21, so even if I wore them twice... But I'm any happy. girl would know that's like, oh, that's cute from Forever 21, and then like there's like some random like print on it. Like Those are the random prints. That should not be on Do pants. Do you know what? I'm going to wear them, and we'll get a, I'm going to wear them tonight. We'll see what people think. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, I did that. <laughs> then I ran the Cleveland Half Marathon, which was a lot of fun. Uh, I, it was my first time running a half marathon in a different city, and I love the idea of doing it because you get to see the city. I get to see the all three sports teams' fields. Progressive Field, uh, which is the Cleveland Guardians, uh, the stadium where the Browns play, and the stadium where the Cleveland Cavaliers play. I don't know the names of them, but really cool, really good. My mom came with me. Shout out, Mom. Love you. I ran it an hour 52-ish minutes, 52, 53. So that was good. Overall, really good weekend. Uh, it's nice to be back, though. Obviously, gets relaxed. Today's a holiday. You guys will hear this tomorrow. Anyways, uh, so it was made too for a long weekend, which usually is like the kickoff to summer, which I feel like is kind of why you're all tanned and blonde and Danny's ready for the summer. So, yeah. Anything else, Danny, you want to add? No, not really. Just oh, maybe... Okay. Talk about the episode of okay. it. Okay. <laughs> well, Danny wasn't on this episode, so I'll give you guys a rundown. We had King Cruff. Um, he signed with Universal. And just from the moment I met him, you could tell this was uh, it was going to be a fun one. He had good vibes. I came in. Super happy. Super nice guy. I uh, just released a single, Souffle. He also had his, uh, his first single with, uh, with Universal called Samurai Chop. Both bangers. Take a listen. Uh, we ended up chatting about you know growing up in Jamaica and coming here. First time we saw snow. Living in London, Ontario. Obviously, me and Danny are both Western grads. So we... Uh, oh, fuck. Danny, I keep forgetting you weren't there. Uh, we got to talk about Western <laughs> and just the city of London in general. His come up, his story. Uh, he's a great person. We just... Again, it's one of those episodes where you feel like you're pals with someone. You just sit down, you start chatting, you get along. I ended up staying after to eat like chicken wings and you know have a couple of drinks with people. Which has been kind of a theme lately. I've done it the last few episodes. You know what? The episodes that I haven't been there, I'm like, hey, Rick, how was it? You're like, oh, sorry, I can't talk right now. I'm eating chicken wings. And I was like, excuse me? Like, or like the episode what's happening the, now? Yeah, the episode the week before with Graham. I ended up yeah. going out for drinks and karaoke after. So um, I guess the pod's doing well then. That's the point of it, to feel like we're becoming pals with our, with our guests. And we want the audience, you, to feel like you're becoming pals with them too. And uh, I really think we did. There's a funny part where in this, in this episode where we talk about his uh, first his first stage name. And I, I don't want to give it out on this now, but you guys will hear it. Really funny. Just uh, Croft, man. Love you. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. And to our friends at Universal for setting this up. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Uh, and then I think let's just jump in right into it. Yeah. Let's I go. I love G. 
I'm trying to get better at it because I feel like at the end of the day I've talked to someone about this today where it's like it can be fun you know what I mean but I also feel like social media is a thing where it's very easy to get sucked into it's very easy where it can like dictate your mental state like some people get too wrapped up into it yeah. and I'm, I'm just trying to like keep a healthy distance of it while still recognizing that it's a tool it doesn't have to be as hard as us musicians make it out to be you know what i'm saying does that make sense yeah i, I get it the tough part is is that your job is to make music yes. your job is to make the best possible music you can yes but then your secondary job is also to get the music in front of as many people as you can and now it's like social media you hate to say it, it's like social media is the way to do it almost right yeah, so yeah, if yeah. you're not on it it's tough but i don't know i i always believe that the best music will always find people's ears like if mm -hmm. you if you are the best and you make the best song it doesn't matter if you're big on tiktok or you're not big on instagram whatever people will find your music one way or the other yeah yeah i agree with that um and i'm definitely at, at that point where it's like damn i'm drawing a blank i'm definitely <laughs> <laughs> immediately two seconds two minutes in i'm at that point where it's kind of like like you said, I always say to myself as well, like, yo, the best music will always find a way. Yep. But also, you know, shout out Jeffrey, CEO of Universal. Me and him had a conversation about this the first time I met him. And I was just like, I'm not a TikTok guy. And he was just immediately like, you have to think about the fact that that's just where your fans are. And music has always been about, yo, where are my fans? I should go there. Whether it's whether it's back in the day where you literally physically had to go to that um spot, that territory, yeah. or... It's in a digital space now, so you have to make use of that as well. Yeah, it's. I, I respect him for saying that too, because again, it is it's where people where people are, and it can change careers. Look at um, what's that girl's name that went super viral on with a TikTok song, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What was yeah, that yeah. song called? Driving the car through the neighborhood or something. Anyways, sure. <laughs> so she went mega viral with TikTok, and you know now she's mega famous because of that yeah so you, I, I see both sides of it you know which artist blew up on tiktok and like i actually because usually when artists blow up on tiktok i'm like okay like let's hear the rest of the music that girl from the uk ray r-a-y-e bro i listened to she had that one song escapism which already had amazing storytelling and then i went to go and listen to the project and i was like this is one of my favorite projects of the year so far i i don't know any of her songs other than that one song because i hear it on the radio now yeah that's man. it I, I i you you should listen to the, the album yeah it's a good one who's your favorite artist right now uh, right now right now yeah no that's a hard question <laughs> who am i listening <laughs> wait hold on hold on <laughs> <laughs> I, love, oh. I just love the Caribbean in you like you know what I mean the Jamaican in you I'm like yeah I yeah it. it's genuine um my all like right now a big favorite of mine is Smino okay he came to Toronto I didn't get to see him which made me very sad but he's fire um who else back home you know I just like I keep singing their praises Runkus Tessellated okay. those are like kind of like the people in the new school who have like reggae but also like a type of neo soul to their music, a type yeah, yeah. of hip hop to their music. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm listening to that Ray Girl for sure. I just listened to the Junior T album Studio Monk, which was incredible. Um, I'm just taking music as it comes and goes. Do you listen to all different varieties of music or just like reggae, just soulful stuff? Like what what's your go to? Oh, I guess probably reggae, no? Uh I wouldn't say reggae is my go to. It's okay. definitely it, it definitely dominates my playlist, but you know, some days it's hip hop. Some days it's some days it's funk, man. Some days it's rock. Yeah. Like I love like like <laughs> I guess rock has so many subgenres, but I love the Killers. You know what I mean? Have you seen them live? Never. I saw the Killers live, about five or six years ago, and I go to like, fuck, my Georgie's not here to tell you, but I go to more concerts than anybody you know. I right, go, like, right, right. Forty concerts here, easy. Mm. I, lo I love live music, and I think listening to music and, and watching what it can do to people. So even if I don't know the artist that well, but I have a friend who does, or just watching people feel a certain way to a certain type of song, like to me, it's magical, right? Yeah. So I went to The Killers about five years ago, and um, Mr. Brightside is like one of my like, all-time favorite songs, right? <laughs> of like, course. You know, classic like me. And <laughs> I remember hearing that live, and I was just like, that's amazing. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just, I was singing along, and when it ended, I was like, oh. 
Four minutes. Can can we just repeat that four minutes? Yeah, man. But the yeah. little video on your phone doesn't do enough. It, oh man, not you know at all. I mean? When I hear like a really good song that I love that like means something to me, I don't record it. Yeah, I'm like someone else has it. I'll download it from Instagram later on. I want to just watch this person sing this song because it means so much to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's one song that means a lot to you? One song that means a lot to me. Um, there's so many, bro. There's so many. Well, songs like, what's one like, that? There's one in your mind right now. You know what? Just because we're talking about concerts, um, I'm gonna go with like one of the recent concerts I went to. I went to see Kendrick on the Big Step oh, Tour. Ke Kendrick is top notch. Live, bro. He's crazy. Oh, I thought you gave me that look. Or you, I thought you were gonna say he wasn't crazy. I'm no, like, no, Kendrick <laughs> is top <laughs> notch. Like, there, you cannot like. There will be no Kendrick slander. No, not at all. From Cruff ever. Uh, from anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like Future. Okay. Like I like Future. <laughs> future performing live. I'll, I'll throw some shade at Future a little bit. Mm -hmm. But Kendrick, I've seen him live twice now. One was at uh, a music festival, maybe Coachella mm -hmm. or Lala. I can't remember. It was like a big festival. And the other one was uh, at the ACC or Scotiabank Arena here. Was that was that the big step or was that Dam? I think it was Dam. It was Dam. It was about yeah. five years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's yeah. the Dam one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was at the Dam tour too. That one was pretty good. But when I saw him at the Big Steppers tour and obviously he has an array of music that I love every song, but watching him perform Rich Spirit for the first time live, that was crazy, bro. Man, it's 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 so amazing what it can do to you. It just gives you those feels, right? Yeah, it, it makes it feel like like real. I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, damn, bro, like I listen to you. But the thing is you can describe it one way and I can describe it a completely different way and neither of us are wrong because Facts. what it means to you is something completely different than what it means to me. Facts. Like I, I listen to the most like depressing music ever and it makes me happy what's the most depressing thing on your playlist right now <laughs> it's not, it's not, listen the, to? not oh i love in the dark by adele man <laughs> i listen to that <laughs> and i got deep. the biggest like smile on my face i'm just like man the song's so sad and i'm just happy right now you know the song uh, post malone just released it chemical i haven't heard it yet so it's like it's just his new uh, his new single it's amazing i love it by the way but it's like the most it's about like a toxic relationship mm-hmm I'm single and I'm just listening to like a big smile on my face. Like I love he's this. probably writing this about like a bad breakup and I'm just like chilling, driving down the car, just you know, <laughs> nodding my head back and forth. Like, Damn, you sing posty. Oh, <laughs> That's what man, you're I, I wish I had musical talent. I always say like I love do I love sitting with musicians because I wish I had musical talent. Right. But I got none. <sighs> none. I don't believe you. I no, don't believe it when people say that, man. Zero. Mm. I know it's so funny, everyone says the same thing. Like, no, man, you got it. You got it. Like, trust me. I went karaoke last week. I don't got it. <laughs> I don't got it at all. So it wasn't there. Uh, yeah, it wasn't there. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when did you realize you had musical talent? Um, that's a good question, man. I think so. The first time I ever wrote a verse was for like a science project. Back in high Sorry, school. Sorry, wait, what? Yeah. How does a verse go into science project? <laughs> I need to go to school in Jamaica. That's for sure. Now, man. Like, yeah, it's a vibe. How does that? How does that happen? Um, I think our teacher just came to us one day and was that like, "Yo, we're going to do something for like a science fair, but we wanted to be creative." And I think me and my friends were just getting into hip hop at the time. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, you know. And was, I think we were just like, "Hey, what, wouldn't it be funny if we wrote like a rap verse, not knowing that that would dictate the rest of my life from that moment on?" Um, and you know what's funny about that performance, man, is that I've only ever messed up two performances in my life, and that first one was one of them. So you were off, to, you were off on the wrong foot. Eh? I was like, I was so nervous, bro. I was shaking. I couldn't even finish. Like, and it's <laughs> it's unfortunate because the first was bad, but there were still bars in there. You know what I mean? So it was like <laughs> I couldn't get the bars off. But uh, <laughs> yo, Ricky, I'm serious. <laughs> How old were you? I think I want to say I was like 12, 13. Okay, so it's forgivable. Oh, bro, it wasn't it wasn't nothing serious, you yeah. know what I mean? But well, serious enough for you to remember that you fucked it up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> serious enough that like from that moment on I'm like I'm going to do my best to at least finish every performance. Okay, wait, what was the second one then? The second time I was just not prepared for it. So I was doing something for a Mother's Day concert or whatever. Okay. And I was like, let me try and write a new song. Didn't write a new song. <laughs> Thought I could just freestyle it. <laughs> I get two minutes. I get like uh, like thirty seconds in, and I'm like, yeah. I legit tell them, I'm like, yeah, guys, it's not, it's not happening. <laughs> I oh, can laugh about it now. Mother's Day. What's that? You ruined some mom's Mother's I Day. I felt so bad, man. It was actually no, no, no. I feel bad, yo. Shout out Auntie Rose because she was the one that Auntie gave, Rose. Auntie Rose, you know, <laughs> she gave me the link for that, and, and I really fumbled the bag at Auntie Rose. So sorry about that. <laughs> Stephanie's behind the camera. And she's laughing right now. <laughs> Hey, at least you're honest, though. Yes, of course. At least you're honest. Some people are like, no, I never messed up a show ever. It's like, well, I went to that one show. You weren't that good, so I yeah. don't know. I I've, I've also feel like performing is kind of like 
I wouldn't say it's a lost art, but I definitely feel like some people hone it and some people don't. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I'd agree with that. There's one artist that, you know, I can say his name, and um, I'm the like a big fan, Justin Bieber. Like, I'm the a big Justin Bieber fan. I love him. I think he's the most talented, you know, artist in the world, one of. I've seen him live four or five times and mm-hmm. just doesn't do it for me. Mm. And, like, I know everyone, like, people say he's amazing. Again, like, I compare him to, like, what, growing up with, like, Backstreet Boys and Nat and Sink and Justin Timberlake and all, like, the boy bands that we grew up with. I don't, I don't know how old you are. I'm 32, so that was, like, our growing up. Right, right, right. And I've seen Justin Bieber and just like, just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. And like, that's Justin Bieber. I'm a massive fan, but just doesn't do it for me. Would you prefer that an artist, would you prefer that like an artist not be a good performer, but you love their songs or vice versa? Like you love their performances and not their songs. Oh, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Because this is something I've noticed too. No one's ever asked me that. Yeah. Uh, Like, have you seen a performer and you're like, this live performance is sick. And then you listen to it, their songs later and you're like, the production might not be there. You know what I mean? It doesn't have that same energy as live. So how do you feel about it now? I'm going to say, so my answer is like convoluted. There's artists that I I didn't really like them and then I listened to them live and then I became big fans of their music. Mm-hmm. Um, but more so like I've heard, I've been people I'm big fans of, like Future's my best example. I've, I love Future's music. Mm-hmm. I've seen him live every time he's late. He, he like He's his own hype man. Like mm-hmm. he's got a hype man. I forget his name. Uh, the, his DJ, like Esco or something. He's got a hype man, and he's his own hype man. It's like, yo, just s- sing your rap, man. Like, yeah, k- perform. <laughs> he's just like, I'm gonna, Hannah. Like, bro, what? Like, I, I, I want you to sing the whole time, but mm-hmm. like, rap the whole time. But, um, no, I'm gonna say I'd rather them be a good performer live, and maybe not the best at, on the back end yeah. side, than mm-hmm. be really good like on a record label but not as amazing live because i love live music i yeah. love 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 live music mm-hmm. like you can listen to a song in the car or at home and and feel a certain way and enjoy it but when you see it live it's just you know the I th- i've told this on the podcast before but the first time i ever saw adele i wasn't an adele fan originally and adele's got you know hits after hits just i never i never cared for him my mom wanted to go, so I took my mom to the Adele concert, and oh, I couldn't nice take my eyes off Adele the entire. I was mesmer. Yeah. I was in a, I was in a different world the whole time. I kept thinking, I'm like, I'm witnessing the most beautiful voice in the entire world right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and it's just since then, now I'm a huge Adele fan. Yeah, huge, I, I told you, Love in the Dark, one of my sad songs on my playlist right now. So, what about you though? What would, you, not for you personally, but for other artists, if you're, if you're, for let's say some of the artists that you enjoy. What would you rather they be good performers and bad on like the back the label record side or vice versa? I feel like I would prefer them to be good song wise, like actually yeah. listening to their songs online yeah. than seeing their performance. Cause I don't have to see an artist yeah. perform if I don't want to. Yeah, and true. if I have the idea that like it definitely like just because I'm I'm a musician and I do this, and maybe not all of my performances are sick, whatever. But I try my best, you know. <laughs> well, that one in the science fair was a tough <laughs> one, man. That was a tough one, bro. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I'm gonna be using that against you <laughs> next time I see you live. I'm like, yo, don't don't do the science fair again. Yeah, for real, yo, yo, you're better than that, Crow. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> I'm dead. Um, I would rather listen to their music online than have them be a good performer yeah, if I have fair. to make the choice yeah. and every, everyone's got their preference right again just like well, that's what music is to different people mm. I want to ask you something because I, I know you were living in London did you go to Western? <laughs> I went to Western for a year yeah? yeah what year were you there? Uh, what year was that? because I'm a Western grad too are you actually? Well, I saw it in, in the notes it's like living in London, Ontario for school I was like it's either you went to Fanshawe or Western one of the two I went to both I oh, went to both? yeah okay. yeah yeah and when I left Jamaica I still needed to get some credit, so I went to Fanshawe for a little bit. And then I went to Western. And in my head, man, Western was always the plan. You know what I mean? Like, since, well, ever since I was in Jamaica, my mom went to Western. Okay. Um, And I was just like, yeah, Western, da, da, da. And I was a good student. And the second I went to Western, man, I just, like, I lost my motivation. My uh, my grades started dropping. I wasn't going to classes. And I was like, man, what, did it, what is this? And I think that was the moment when I was like, you know what? I'm spending so much time. I'm spending so much money on chasing this plan b that i don't care about let me go back to my plan a and put that much time and money into my plan a something has to happen what was plan b plan b was to go to western and like i don't know become a scientist or something like i said <laughs> plan <laughs> wait, b question wait. mark <laughs> plan b go wait. to western <laughs> figure it out yeah there. along the way it? honestly it was among i would not have gone into b. psychology 
Okay. Yeah, I love I love talking to people and I love I love helping people and I love just like giving people a uh, ear to listen to because I feel like there are moments in my life where I didn't have that. And I feel like everyone should try and aspire to be that thing in their life that they felt like they lacked. That's a very nice answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's real. It's true. No, that's that's real. Yeah. So you you had a, a good plan B then. That's like a good wholesome plan B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So man. you were obviously spending more time just working on music and doing your own thing than attending school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did your parents say anything when you like decided to drop out? You know what? I felt like me and my mom actually talked about this recently. I felt like she was. Um, I felt like I kind of disappointed her a little bit. But we were talking about that and she was like, you know, I never really thought about it anyway because when I dropped out, I immediately had a plan. You know what I mean? I was like, instead of going to Western, I'm going to go to this school called Oriart, which is also in London, Ontario. Okay. And that's where I learned no more like audio recording, da, 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 like being in the, being a studio engineer more so than an yeah, artist. Yeah. And my plan was just that like once I graduate that, I'm going to work in whatever field of music I can until being a performing artist works. Um, and I did that, you know what I mean? And I felt like that was proper. It gave me a lot of skills. It gave me some sick jobs where I was around music all the time. And I was just like, it, it was, I didn't just drop out of school and become a waste man. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it's funny you say that because so many people just drop out and then they don't know what they want to do. They yeah. just know they didn't want to waste the money in school. When I went to school, my parents always said, just whatever you do, just finish. Yeah. We, we don't care what your marks are. Just get your degree. Four years and just finish. And I had friends who dropped out along the way and like they ended up becoming successful and doing their own things. But they had like two years where it's like you were living in London, you weren't in school, you weren't really working a real job. Like you were just kind of there because your friends were still there. Well, then we all graduated and they they kind of just left with two years, no degree, and they were just there. Yeah. So the fact that you had a plan definitely helps because if you didn't, you would have just wasted your time. And yeah. Wasted like money too, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What would you think about London though? What I think about London, I mean, I'm still out there. So oh, you're full, uh, still out there full time? <laughs> yeah, I'm still out there. Okay. Um, I, I come back and forth. I come out here to Toronto to do work, yeah, yeah. to hang out with these sick guys yeah, over yeah. at UMC. Um, shout out Universal. Shout out Universal. Um, yeah, man. And I think London, London is just nice, man. It's nice. It's quiet. I'm not really partying as much as I used to anymore. Um, I'm just focused on building up what I can. London is a sick place for for do for beginning what you want to do yeah because it's a big small city yes it's not it's not a big city with millions of people but it's not a little small town right like there's the arena there you have concert venues like when i was there i used to do nightclub promo so i used to work at a bunch of the clubs and which clubs um, they're all gone now actually frogs isn't there no more barking frogs i did barking frog Mm -hmm. i did um this place called mansion i did up on carling is up on carling bro what are you talking about (laughs) these clubs are not there all gone jim bobs that was only gone like four or five years ago Jim uh, Bob's, that's, I think Cobra it's called to, Toboggan. Toboggan, yeah. Toboggan, yeah, that's what and it's called. And now Barking Frog's Delilah. But yes. London Music Hall's still there. I used to I, work at London Music Hall. I did, so you know Dimitri Manuel? Of course. Dimitri Dimit- Manuel's my guy. <laughs> you, I did events with him for years. Please link Dimitri and tell him that you talked to Crook I'm going to send him a text right after. <laughs> he listens, yo, he listens to the podcast. Does he? I'm not even going to text him. I'm going to wait for him to see his Dimitri. We love you. He listens to the podcast. I love He'll you. randomly text me like, Oh, randomly and I'm like yo love that episode you did with so and so I was like you fucking listen yeah like, yo I appreciate you and we chat randomly about sports and stuff I haven't seen him in years but I, I messaged him maybe two three weeks ago because I'm going to uh, I'm going to a concert in London because I'm in London for this pi- I play pickleball I don't even, you probably don't even know what it is it's a, ra- <laughs> it's a random sport <laughs> okay good to so I, I'm in London for this pickleball tournament and then there's this country artist playing on Sunday night and it's like crazy sold out you can't get tickets so I messaged her. I'm like, "Hey, any chance you got a plug on this? Like, I, I got no other. I don't even know how to get tickets. You can't even find them online, like resale." So he's like, "I'll see what I can do for you." And then I'm going back in July for Mumford and Sons, another nice. folk folk music. I don't even know what you call Mumford, but yeah, Dimitri's my guy. Dimitri's and Mike, sick, man. I did I mean, at least ten or twelve ve- events at Music Hall. Yeah, mostly DJ stuff, but yeah, Dimitri, Mike, and Jackie. They they really gave me one of the sickest jobs I've ever had in my life, which was being a stagehand in the musical. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. So when did I, you start there? That was when I left um, Oriart. That was one of the jobs that I got. Um, I can't remember which year it was. I want to say it was 2019. Okay, so this is way after. Yeah. I left in like 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 2019 and best job ever until COVID hit and I lost it. Because, you know, there wasn't live music and they didn't know what they're doing. And I fully understand that. Yeah, of course. And there's nothing you really can do. Like the whole world shut down, right? Like yeah. Everybody was losing jobs. But, but I guess on the bright side, that led to your new single. Yes. Because that was a COVID song. Yes. 
Oh, see, I'm getting good at this. <laughs> that, was a honestly, quote. that was a good Mine one. Mine says segue. Segue. Yeah, yeah that was pretty good. Because well, you know what? I usually don't. I was, I was telling you this offline. I usually don't read too much about the artist because if I read, it's going to be an interview. It's going to be here. I know this. I know this. I know this. Tell me about this. Tell me about this. What do you think about this? And I hate that. Like, yeah. I, even when I listen to other people, I just, I just don't like it. I want it to be free flowing and like. I want to become friends. Yeah. When I meet a new friend for the first time, I don't Google the shit about these people. I just sit down. Okay, tell me about like what do you do? Tell me about that. But I was, uh, I was as I was listening to your music today, uh, one of the interviews came on after, and they, <laughs> she, this girl was mentioning how you wrote the song in 2020, and it was like a COVID song. It's been in the vault for like two years, or yeah. two and a half years. And I always joke with artists. I'm like, how many songs you have in the vault? Oh. Songs that just either will never see the light of day or songs that you're just sitting on and waiting because you need approval or you need the label to sign off or you need something. So yeah. why'd Souffle sit in the vault for two and a half years? Why'd Souffle sit in the vault? Um, well... <laughs> <laughs> I always love when people... Sorry, can I say this? Can I, can I say Steph. this? <laughs> I got, I got a funny story about that after too. Steph, Steph loves everything that I said. She's 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 the coach. That's what I call her. So I'm sure she's not gonna mind me saying this. So Souffle had um, um come out before I signed with Universal. Okay. Um, and I feel like that song was like a major moment. You know what I mean? Um, so it did have its its time to shine, but with it coming out now and re-releasing now, I'm looking at what it's doing and I'm like. This is what it deserves. Yeah. 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 This is what it, it deserves and it needs. It's like it needs the promotion behind it. It needs like the the backing of a label. Yeah. If anything, Samurai Chop was a song that sat in the vault for the long time. Oh, really? Yeah. That was made maybe like a couple months after Souffle. Okay. Yeah. And that was, um, yeah, man, we we're, were, were waiting for that one for a long time. And I remember people were like, Croft, where's the new music? And I was like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's coming soon, I swear. Um, and then it came out, man. <laughs> I, I always love these stories because again you're, I've talked to so many musicians they always say it's like the it's the worst thing you just have to wait yeah it's like, and one of my friends um, she's with Universal as well now and we become we had her on the podcast and we became good friends and she's gonna release her album the same thing though the label's like you know you gotta get TikTok get, get TikTok going so she's like waiting to release her album because of the thing and I'll tell you you'll know who it is after but do you know I just asked this question you looked at her we had a band from <laughs> that signed with Universal as well called uh, New Hope Club and we're talking we're all sh- and we we drink on this podcast sometimes especially yes. when it was at the old studio next time next time yeah no no pressure I was just mm-hmm. I messaged her I was like hey what's he drink so I would have brought some for us but we had this band New Hope Club and it was right before the World Cup. And we're all sitting there, we're drinking, and they had a long day of promo. So they sat down, we're like, you guys want to drink? They're like, oh, we can drink on the pod? I was like, yeah, whatever you want. So one of the guys pours this like half half like glass of vodka, just starts drinking. So we're talking, I'm like, oh, what's exciting? Like, what do you guys have exciting this year? He's like, oh, we got some really exciting stuff. I don't know if I can tell you. And he looks at the, the people on the comms team. He's like, can we tell them? And they're like, no, this is, this is releasing next week. You can't tell. He's like... Yeah, but we're gonna tell him anyways. You kind of work for us, so <laughs> and he tells it. He like drops it on air. It was like the FIFA World Cup song. It hadn't been announced, and like well, their song was one of the FIFA songs in the back. It was so funny because you just see the people in the back and like. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah, like, well, kind of work for us, I guess. So we're gonna tell it. It was so funny. We had a good time with that. But yeah, what's what's some of the best? What's your what's the best interview you've done or the best podcast you've done? Um, the best podcast I've done, Jano. That's a that's a rough question. Um, I kind of want to shout out all of them. This is a really good podcast. Oh, I appreciate. It. First yeah, of you all, you have to say that. Yeah, that. I mean, not you know, you're saying, you're saying, you can't you can't you can't chop me up right here. Eh? <laughs> I'm sitting right here. The the Pals podcast with Ricky. Oh, I appreciate. Yeah, you. this, appreciate this has been you. great, man. I appreciate you. We still um, got lots of time, dude. We're not even close to. Rocking. To be honest with you, I'm lucky. Like I'm lucky. Like I don't. I'm not just saying this. I'm lucky. Like. I don't want this interview to end yet. You know what I mean? Like but I'm you're, having you're fun. Just not, like, you, I feel like you're just a friendly, like nice guy. Like, I appreciate you just come that. in here too. You're just a nice person. I appreciate Even that. Even the other, uh, the other, like, there were quick interviews I heard from you, but they were all like just fun, nice-hearted ones. And one of the ones too I heard is like asking some like very like generic questions, right? And mm. like I told you, I try not to ask the basic generic shit. Like, okay, where'd you get your name from? Which is a funny story. I, I love that too. And I'm like, I try not to ask the basic ones. And I saw this guy was like just going through the target list, and I'm like. Oh, Mm-hmm. So I try not to do that. Which interview was that? I don't want to say. Okay, don't. Yeah, we'll do t- off, camera, you off, off camera. I'll tell you off. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's but safe. I actually heard the one how your new, your original name was Solid Roy. Yes, that's a 
that's not a good name. <laughs> King Cruff is way better. Wait, 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 hold on. You Let me like defend Solid it. Roy. Let me defend it. Here's okay, why. Let's hear the defense. Boom, boom. Yo, man, explain it. So King Cruff just part. sounds nice. Like that's I can see that on the billboard. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Solid Roy. That's why I changed it. <laughs> Solid Roy. It seems like American Dad. You know what I mean? Like one of those like just like white guy with a big chin. Like yes. Solid Roy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, okay, I agree with you um, about it being, King Croft being a better name, 100%. Yeah. Um, it was funny because when I changed my name to King Croft, there was a lot of people, especially back in Jamaica, that were like, brother, I don't like that song either. <laughs> so it's really? kind of like, yeah, I don't like that name. My stomach just growled. That's why I, that's why I paused <laughs> for a second. You ever just have your stomach be like, let me sing the song of my people <laughs> while you're doing an interview? Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? The name. The name. So, Solid Roy, the reason why it came about is that the solid part is that my nickname is, my real name is Solomon. Solomon yeah. My nickname is Sully. That's what my family calls me. Okay. Um, <laughs> stupid, stupid logic. I was like, drop an L, slap a, slap a D on the end of it, pause, you have solid. And I was like, all right, cool. The Roy part actually comes from my great grandfather whose name is Leroy Anderson. His nickname was Papa Roy. And when I was, Papa Roy passed away the same year I was born. And um, when I was born, people were like, yo, this kid kind of acts and looks exactly like Leroy. So my grandma, who had a, was very close to her father, was like, I'm like, just start calling me Papa after Papa Roy. And um, it kind of felt like a part of my identity to the fact that they were like, yo, you're your Leroy reincarnated. Okay. So I'd use the Roy. So, okay, that's a heartfelt message. Now I feel bad for saying <laughs> no, I don't like it. I feel no, bad. Bro, no, bro. But why'd you go like Sully Roy? Sully Roy? Sully Roy. Because. <sighs> Solid Roy. Solid Roy is kind of hard, man. Maybe I don't know. I still it. like imagine, it. Imagine like a, like a generic white guy like me. Solid Roy. I'll tell you what, it's a real rapper's name. Is it really? It's a, No, I'm saying like it's, it's. You ever heard a, a name and you're like, yeah, that guy's a rapper, bro. Not 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 I'm not even I in a know, good man. way. Chief Keef. That's a rapper's name. I feel know? that. I feel that. Kendrick Lamar. Yes. I'm thinking Solid Roy. <laughs> maybe maybe it's just the way I say it, man. Maybe why, it's just me. Why did you say Chief Keef and Kendrick so loud and you said Solid Roy so quietly? I don't know. Ricky, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. No, not this that. King Croft, like King Croft. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can see that on the billboard. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's Solid you know Roy. Bridges, man. I, I want can't. my bridges to be real with me. You know what yeah, I mean? I, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you straight up. Yeah, man. That's good. King Croft, I like, mm. and I like how you had it on Instagram first. What King Croft? Yeah. Oh, you heard that too. I heard that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I had it on there first, and people just started calling me King Croft, like they didn't even know my name was Solomon. You know what I mean? It yeah. was weird. So I was just like, you know what? Let me just run with that. It's funny. Mine. So, mine. I used to have a travel Instagram account before COVID. I used to, I traveled a lot. So my real last name's Liorty, Ricky Liorty, or Richard is my first name. And my used to have an account called Ricky's Travel. And before I was traveling a lot, I had I was getting a little bit of followers. Then we COVID happened. We stopped traveling. I started the podcast. So I was like, okay, the pals podcast, your pal Rick. Mm -hmm. So my Instagram's your pal Rick, all one word. The amount of people I meet that think my name is Patrick <laughs> because they think my Instagram's your Patrick. Mm -hmm. So I'll meet people all the time, and like I have a couple followers on TikTok. So people seem like, oh my god, Patrick, nice to meet you, and I'm like. You follow me on TikTok, don't you? She's like, yeah. I was like, she's like, how'd you know? I was like, because you called me Patrick. My real name's Ricky. Like, mm. but I get it all the time, especially in Toronto. It's so funny. Yeah, that's Patrick. A, that's a strange thing to have to deal with, man. I don't know. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I want to I ask. So we talked about performing earlier. Yes, sir. What's your, fav the, the, your favorite show you've ever performed? We, we hit your worst. <laughs> We've talked about the work, worst. Let's talk about the best. You know what? There's a couple, man. I feel like I did the, the Bob Marley experience in L.A., that show was was fire. The crowd was massive. Um, I got to perform with my cousin Sh Shasa Shasa Payne, and that was a moment for that was at least a moment for me. And I like to think it's a, it was a moment for her as well because it just be, it just made it more of a family thing, you know what I mean? And That's I got to it. open. It's, it's nice to work with family. A hundred percent. If you could find a reason to, especially because she's so she's so ambitious and so driven and she's so independent, bro. Like I see her being such a such a big force in the game. You know what I mean? If I'm going to LA, I'm linking Shasa. You know what I mean? Um, and I got to open up for Skip, which is even cooler. What else? But the show that I really think back to as like an epic show was, I throw shows sometimes. And I threw one in London um, at the Rum Runners. Attached to yeah, the yeah, musical, musical. You know what I mean? 
Um, and I was a headliner, and it was my first time performing with a band. I performed with this punk band named Junko Daydream. And there was just something about that show, man, where I felt like a headliner. Like, that's definitely my favorite show. I was doing all of my tracks. Da -da 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 -da. It was, it was, everyone was there. It was like, we packed out the place. And people know the words, too. People know the words. Like, when I performed <laughs> Souffle, and people were singing Souffle. I was like, this is the best feeling ever, man. Because sometimes when you're opening, people don't know the words, right? It's exactly. Like, and, like, they know the vibe. They know the energy, and that's your job to portray that. But when you get people that know the words, and they're singing along, and you're watching them, Wait, do you even see people sing along? Like, can you notice that? Sometimes. Or are you just in the zone? Sometimes. I mean, it kind of like, it's it's weird to describe because when you're on stage, you're looking out. You can't really, unless people are going hammer or just not giving you any vibes, you can't really read the vibes. You know what I mean? It has to be one or the other. There's a spectrum. And I feel like sometimes, even if you're in like a dark room, you can't really see people's faces. So it's you always so a many lights experience. On you, right? What's that? You got so many lights on you. Like, we have one light here and plus the, the big window. But you're in a venue, it's just boom, lights. Yeah, yeah. You're you're on stage and everyone's just looking at you. Yeah. It's crazy. Do you, do you like performing more or making music more? I think I like performing more. Really? Yeah, 100%. But that's interesting because you said you would rather be like, you appreciate the music, making the music side rather than the performing side. Yeah, that's like them. You, oh, for them. But yeah, for yeah, you, yeah. You, but for me, okay. I, I, I like, performing is always like, it's just fun, man. It's just fun and I feel like it's when I can be the realest, most anim animated version of myself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. What, uh, so what about performing? Like, what do you think actually is your strength with performing? Ooh, that's a, these are good questions, man. I've done this a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky is like, 220 to be exact. This is episode 220, man. 220. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> but only episode like six alone, I think. I think I've only done like six or seven alone now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is the rebrand. Right, right, right. Yeah. And R.I.P. George, my boy. <laughs> He's not dead. He's, He's not, just not dead. here no more. <laughs> Don't you love when people do that? It's like, oh yeah. Like, what happened to your ex-girlfriend? Oh, she was great. She was a lovely person. It's like she ain't dead. We're just not together anymore. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, what was the question? <laughs> um, your strengths with performing, I think. Yeah, uh, the strengths with performing. You know what's crazy is that it's one of those moments where I've never watched myself perform, so I don't know why people enjoy it. Um. I feel like, I feel like it's it might be my energy, man. I you know what's, I was literally gonna say that I'm like you have I feel like your energy is impeccable. Thank you, man. And like we're not even you're not even on stage right. I just feel like you got fucking top notch energy. Thank you, man. I w I would love for you to come out to one of these uh, shows. I, I will. Yeah. They they know the Universal people know they send me tickets and I go to a lot of these shows. Perfect. Perfect. When, when is the next show then? I have a lot of shows coming up in June, so let me plug a couple of them. Um, I'm joining the Dream More tour. For a couple a couple stops i'm doing the london stop and the toronto stop um i'm supposed to be jumping on the chemistry show in june uh, i think that's june 27th and that's at the drake underground um i'm supposed to be doing a charity event june 29th with master Moore. um yeah the calendar is filling up for june i love so, that. there's a lot going on and like summer summertime vibes are so much better of course are, any of these outdoor not that so Drake's I know indoor. Of yet. Drake's obviously the basement there, and Drake's yeah. Drake's amazing. Like it's one, it's one of those venues in Toronto that I feel like you have to play. Everyone has to play there. It's like a, a rite of passage almost. Yeah, like you can't you can't make it in in Toronto without playing at the Drake. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I almost going back to one of your previous questions. Another favorite performance of mine was um, doing School Night at the Drake yeah. Underground. I feel like that was a proper Toronto show for me because like when you're in London, you're always like, oh man, what Toronto venues can i like infiltrate and like get into and when i did the drake underground it kind of felt like a like a like a like a small full circle moment you know what i mean i i get it yeah it's one of those venues right like you you see so many other people that end up going on to make it and sell out you know history and rebel and budweiser stage and things like so many of them have played drake right right right, right? right. like you see so many juno award-winning artists that end up playing drake mm -hmm. right like i think in the last year i've seen a handful of them we we had a couple on the podcast that like press and problo and rev both of them played at drake recently or within the last year and they both got went on to win junos they shut down the junos man with banks yeah. and ranks yeah, yeah 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 we even had banks and ranks on actually yeah those guys She's are like, a no. trip <laughs> oh yeah okay yeah i heard i heard they're good people wait who produces for you do you produce your own oh uh, no no i can't produce man i so work what did you go to school for that's <laughs> it what were you paying that money for um <laughs> uh, I I just work with different producers as much as I can, and I I could list off a few, um, Junior T, Rich Kid. I'm a rich, list off the Toronto people first. Junior T, Rich Kid, um, Lord Quest, 
Um, who else have I been working with? Banks and Ranks. Not from Toronto, but they're Canadian. I have a couple tracks with they're them. They're from Montreal, right? They're from Montreal, yes. Um, and back in Jamaica, I've been working closely with uh, Tessellated. I've been working with them um, on uh, Troublemaker. I've been working with the Circle 11 man them. Um, I tried to keep my... <coughs> My um, circle small, not 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 circle small. I tried to keep work with different producers because okay. they all have different like perspectives and they give me different vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Taylor, another good Toronto name. Yeah, man, just as many people as I can connect with. To be honest, you uh, oh you Eastbound, Eastbound too. Shout out Eastbound. Um, do you do you still travel a lot back home? Like I know you were there recently. I, saw, I heard that on one of the interviews too. Yes. Did you still travel back home a lot? I tried to go back as much as possible. I think before the last trip, which was in December. I hadn't been there in like over a year. Okay. And I feel like I'm starting to get to the point now where I feel like that's a, a little too much time. So it's just one of those goals that I have that I'm like hoping that I can get to a certain point where if I want to go back home for any reason, I can. I still have family down there. I feel bad because every time I leave, I tell my friends, yo, I'm coming back next month. Do, 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 do. And then they don't see me for like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to do that to them no more. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to be back home more often for sure. What do you, what do you miss the most about back home? I think I just I think I just like I think I just like being close to home. Um it's in that I mean that it's 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 changed a lot. And sometimes when I'm not there and I see it change in certain ways, I'm like not not feel left out, but I feel like I need to learn things. You know what I mean? And I'm like I shouldn't be learning things about my home like it's a case study. I should just be That's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to Jamaica? I, oh, I, I went as a kid. I've been um, maybe a handful of times, Montego Bay and Kingston. Okay, where so were you? Just you went like, to Kingston? Yeah, I went nice, to Kingston. Nice. I did Montego Bay for a holiday once. And then actually I went another time on a cruise. We stopped in Jamaica. But I haven't been back in probably, ooh, I know like 10 years. Yeah, man. I don't go to the Caribbean too often anymore. Just I'm, I spend so much time in the States and, and Europe. So that's my go-tos. Vacation You're, spot. What's your favorite? Like oh again, this is that's a loaded question. Like, what? what am I alone? Am I with people? Am Ooh. I going? What time of the year? This is this question's endless. I travel. I'm I've gone on like eight vacations this year alone. Damn. I'm like every other by weekend. yourself. Uh, sometimes by myself. Sometimes with friends. Sometimes just to go. Sometimes with my family. So like this year, I was, I started the year in Florida. I was with my family and one of my best friends, the girl who managed the podcast, Danny. Mm-hmm. Then I went to uh, me and the podcast. We went to Sun Peaks, BC. We had. Um, we did like a, a collab with one of the resorts out there. So we had an Olympic skier on the podcast and we did like this whole thing. So BC, <clears throat> then I went to Arizona for family day. Then I went to LA, Vegas. Then I went to Detroit, Michigan again, uh, Halifax for Easter with my family. And then I was just in Vegas last weekend. Jesus, this past weekend. So I'm on man. nine vacations this year. Jesus. Yeah, man, I love it. I like, especially here in the winter. Actually, let me ask you, what are winters like for you in Canada now? Man, I just don't like the cold. Bro, of course you don't like the cold. No. You're from Jamaica. <laughs> you probably didn't even own a winter coat before you came here. No, of course not. You never Have you ever seen snow before you came to Canada? Um, When I was a kid. So I didn't, so, you know, I didn't like register it. So my first time really seeing snow was when I came back here. And like, I still remember looking out the window and it was, I think it was October 31st. And I just looked out the window and there was like snow falling down. I was like, oh man, that's crazy. <laughs> and then two weeks later, I was like, I hate this. <laughs> Buddy, I hate it. I hate I it, hate man. It. It's not fun. I, man, it's the worst. It's just depressing. Like, look at a day like today. Look how nice this is. Yeah. Like, I'm just happy. This is the first nice day we've had in a minute, too. Oh, in weeks. You in know what I mean? We had that one nice week, what was it like three weeks ago? Yes. It was like 20 degrees. Like, Barney's patio was probably slammed <laughs> that day. How did you know, oh, man? Of course, man. I went to Western. I know, man. <laughs> Any nice day in March and the patios, it's a warm weather. Oh, Open. Boom. I'm on the patio instantly. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. I should have gone. I should have gone. Oh, you should have, man. Barney's patio on a nice day. Ooh. It's a vibe. Oh, I like Barney's in the night, though. I think yeah. that's more of a vibe. Like Seeps and Barney's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're connected. I yeah. never go inside of Seeps. No, no. I did that like in my earlier career and I was like, uh, nah, I, I just didn't even like it. Nah. I felt like I was too tan to be in there, man. <laughs> yeah, it was like, just like just, just yeah. like the, the whitest of like the white people in there. Like, yeah, imagine, the fo- like the white football players are in there. I was just like, ah. Oh, imagine how I feel. Oh, I can, ima- <laughs> I can imagine. That's what I'm poking fun at it here, right? Yeah, man. Um, where, where are we going before? Actually, no. I wanted to ask something. We, we're good on music. We've talked enough music. We're good on that. Again, Steph is smiling so hard. Yeah, it. well, you know what the problem is? Usually with these podcasts, because again, it's a rolling start. It's not like three, two, one. Okay, tell me about the single. It's just kind of like, hey, sit down, and let's go. 
we'll we'll go a full podcast an hour and it's like usually we have a hard de- a hard stop in an hour and then they'll be like the song the single talk about the single I'm like oh fuck uh, what was it <laughs> called again uh Sufi Suf- Sofu yeah <laughs> Sofu yeah so I'm glad we got that out of the way I want to ask I saw I read this earlier and normally I don't like again seeing too much you're a House of Dragons fan. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was saw that. House of Dragons. Well, I've, I've, I've read Game of Thrones. Well, I figured you're also a big a reader. Indigo's yeah. like your favorite store and stuff? Yeah, 100%. This guy yeah. did his research, man. I, I mean, I, just, <laughs> I, I told you, it was on. I was like, fuck, let me listen. And I never do this. I never listen ahead of time because I'm like, I want to just be entertained, right? And I usually ask people, okay, if you're, when you're not doing music, what are you doing? And that was mm-hmm. one of the questions I think the girl or the guy asked you. And you're like, yeah, I'm reading. I spent a lot of time at Indigo. You know, just, just and he asked, like, what would you finish watching? Like, House of Dragons I was like, Fuck my guy! Yeah, yeah, it was a dope show, man. Um, <laughs> there was I was watching it with my girl too, and there's definitely some moments where we we're like, "Yeah, this is some. This is am I allowed to cuss? Yeah, you can. Go. This is some Game of Thrones shit, man. Oh, you know, yeah. Game of Thrones just just pushes that envelope where I'm like, oh, I didn't want to see that. Oh, but yeah. now I've I've seen it. Oh, now you've seen it. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Yo, I'm just thinking of the scene right now. I'm not. Gonna what scene is it? Oh, describe it without describing it. it. It was that scene where homegirl wanted to wanted to get information from the spy. Oh yeah, yeah I know, you know exactly. what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Bro, yeah. when that happened, the I was like, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know like, exactly. No, please, don't put this in the show. Um, oh man, Game of Thrones had some of those moments too, right? 100%. Where you're just like, whoa, ayo, hey, stop for a second here, pause. Let's yeah. just let's rewind here. What's about to happen? Here? Yeah, I used to watch with my mom and dad too. So like, you get some awkward moments, and, and they're cool, right? But I'm just like. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Why? Shit, this is awkward, man. I wish yeah. I was alone right yeah, now. I wish yeah, I was watching this by myself. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, but House of House of Dragon is dope. I'm definitely ready for that next season. We're watching Yellow Jacket right now. Oh, I heard it's. I heard that's good. It's fire. It's a dope show. Yeah, definitely I heard it's really good. Yeah, man. What else are you watching? Yellow Jacket. Are you like Yellow one show jacket. at a time? That's it. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm just one show at a time. I'm watching Yellow Jacket. You know, I. You know, what? I'm gonna give you the exclusive. I've never said this on an interview ever. What is gonna paint me as a huge nerd? But bro, I love podcasts from uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Really, love it, man. Love All right, it. I don't. I, are you? Are you? I'm you not. So, so listen, but wait. So you play D and D? No, but my cousin is. Uh, so we play pickleball together. So we started traveling to like Michigan and and whatever. And he's big into magic. Yes, magic the card game and Dungeons and Dragons are very similar. And he was telling me about Dungeons and Dragons too. Or he plays Dungeons and Dragons, maybe not magic. One of the two. And he's like trying to explain it to me. And I'm like, man, I know. I don't understand <laughs> any of this. I like, don't get this. I, so he said, next time we go, he's going to teach me all about it. Yeah. 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 Because the guy, now it's owned by, um, we Googled it actually. The guy who created it sold it for like $40 million or something. Bro, it's it's like. It's one. Of, it's the biggest card game in the world. D&D is, oh, are you talking about Magic the Gathering? Or D&D, which one am I talking so, about? So Magic the Gathering is a card game, okay. which I've never played Magic before. I, that's that's something I've been like, I don't really understand. Yeah, yeah. So then I'm talking Magic. D&D yeah. is, Dungeons and Dragons is still a card game, isn't it? It's like a, it's a role-playing game. So you sit down with your friends and you get a bunch of dice and it's basically like you have the dungeon master run you through a story and you have your character and if your character can do anything they want in this world. Okay. But they have to roll for it and depending on what they get on the dice, that dictates what happens in the story. So who do you play with? <laughs> who said i play nah i'm playing I, I actually forced my friends to to play with me and they they fell in love with it man all of them okay. love it yeah man because uh, i was just like you know what let me just do it and i was a dm and i set up my own homebrew campaign we're running it um we're supposed to be doing something on saturday so i'm looking forward to that but yeah man it's a vibe it's a vibe. But you definitely have to be you, into it. And you got to give it a chance. You have to give it a chance. You have to give it a chance. You have to play with people who are excited about it. Yeah. It was funny because when I put them up to it, I was like, you know what? Maybe no one's going to fuck with this. Bro, as soon as that game started, mans were doing voices. Mans were like, dude, I'm, and I came from this place. And I was like, all right, we're getting into it. This is perfect. <laughs> I love this, man. Because I just love, it goes back to, I just love telling stories, man. And I feel like D&D as a dungeon master allows me to do that. See, that's what I love about this podcast. I love listening to stories. Yeah. I think listening to people's experiences, it's like, uh, have you ever seen the movie Slumdog Millionaire? Never, but I want to watch it. So it won all these awards, that year won all the awards, like the, um, not the Grammys, the Oscars. It cleaned up, it got nominated for a bunch. And the idea is this man, uh, this Indian boy who like grew up in the slums, gets on who wants to be a millionaire and he ends up winning it because all the questions he's asked, he knows the answers because of life stories. Mm-hmm. So he's telling these life stories and like us, the, the, the people watching the movie, you get to see these life stories that show how he knows the answers to these questions. 
And I love that. I always think I'm like, you hear all these stories from so many different people and so many amazing different stories. Like we're 220 episodes. We've had at least 175 guests because some come on twice or whatever. Some episodes were just me and George. We've had 175 guests. You know how many stories we've been able to hear that are remarkable? And I'll travel to a city and I'll you know, run into a bar and I'm like, oh my God, I know this bar because this person played at that one bar that one time and told me this crazy story about how they got the best espresso martinis i need to order espresso martini right you know what i mean just like random shit like that so i uh, i love listening to people tell stories and just that's why i'm literally that's why i do this stories are important man, man it you is. know what i'm saying and i'm not a reader too which is like <laughs> so i need to i need to do this podcast to get my stories mm. but that's it i feel that I, I also i also was gonna ask you because i'm just so big into this movie man they made the dungeons and dragon movie i was literally gonna say that too earlier but not even that one have you watched the Super Mario movie yet? No, but I heard it's like breaking records. You should watch it. I heard it's breaking records it's right now. Dope, <laughs> it's dope, man. It's really was that? Good. How was, what's his name? Chris Pratt. How was his voice? You know what, bro? I feel like everyone gave the voice actors, it's serious because I'm leading forward. I feel like everyone gave the voice actors a hard time when they got um, announced. They all did an amazing job. They yeah. all did an amazing job. Wait, who played Luigi? Um, Was it Charlie Day? It was Charlie Day, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I'm saying his name right um yeah they all did an amazing bro it felt like and honest I, I feel like it's just because people are just like ah oh, celebrity now yeah. but like think about shrek shrek was like the most one of the most fire animated movies of all time but the cast was all celebrities you know what i mean did you know the um with shrek i forgot who was supposed to play shrek it was uh, nicholas cage no it was um Mike Myers did Shrek because Mike Myers Shrek he did it in a in a scottish accent or no he did it in a in his regular voice and he, they filmed the whole thing. What's done? He goes, I don't like this. Like, it sounds, it sounds too Canadian. Yeah. So then he redid it in a Scottish accent. I think mm. the whole film. And now it's like everyone <laughs> knows Shrek is this Scottish ogre or whatever, right, whatever, right, whatever right. his accent was. I'm also scared to talk about Shrek on the podcast because Shrek has a bad internet reputation. Why? Are you, are you like, do you, are you up to like up to date to Shrek lore, like Shrek meme lore? No. It's a lot, bro. What no, is it? No, man, I'm not even going to talk about it because because it might you don't be it, might, it might jinx this, bro. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, what's your favorite movie of all time? My favorite, Lion King. Really, Lion King. I don't even have wow, to think about great it. Great answer. Yeah, okay, bro. That's the first time I ever cried watching a movie. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. That no, made me bro. seem like a bad person. No, no I under, like the, mus- the Mufasa, Mufasa gets fucking Mufasa. dropped like yeah. that by his fucking scar. Yeah, you man. know, you know what's crazy. Um, that scene where he comes back in the clouds, like the Ghost of Mufasa scene, I that's like one of that's like my favorite piece of like scoring in a movie ever. Like if you go back and just listen to that scene, like music wise, like bro, everything about that scene is about beautiful, man. Because there was a in that movie there was a big Elton John song. Can you circle can you, uh, or can you feel the love? Can tonight? you feel the love tonight? Yes. Uh, circle life was that Elton John too? I think that was Elton John too. Yeah, Steph says yeah. yes. Uh, then there was the um, the Simone and Pumbaa song. Uh, Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. Yeah, man. Banger. Man, Banger. so many good ones. Bro, you know what song is fire in that song? In that in that movie? Um, Be Prepared. The song that Scar sings. Oh, go back and listen With to With the it, hyenas in the, yes. in the cage? Yeah. Bro. Okay, on the, uh, in, um, in the cave. I can't remember. I haven't watched it in like five years. No, maybe more. Maybe 10 years. Mm-hmm. I didn't even watch the live action one. Yeah, I haven't watched the live action one either. Bro, how's it your favorite movie? I haven't watched a live action movie. Because I kind of don't really know how I feel about live action movies, man. Like, Really? Yeah, I'm kind of just like, yo, leave it how it was. I'm how do you I've, feel? I've, I've, I haven't watched any of them. Just cause I'm like, these movies will forever remind me of my childhood. If I yeah. watch them as a grown-up, like Aladdin with Will Smith. I wanted to watch it because the guy was Canadian. Yeah. The, um, the guy who played Aladdin, he went to like Ryerson or whatever it's called now. And I wanted to watch because like I knew friends who knew him and I'm like, this is cool. Will Smith, love Will Smith or used to love Will Smith, whatever. And I never watched it because I'm like, I know, Aladdin was like, it was. I was a kid. Like, yeah. Watching it as a kid, I remember where I watched it every time. Like, I had a little couch in my room growing up, like a little, this little blue couch that, you know, I used to think was so big and growing up. And then I saw it a few years back, the thing's like not even two meters long. Like, yeah. I couldn't even stretch out on it now. But I, I don't know. I just remember watching these movies as a kid on VHS. Not even like, D, like kids these days don't know what what VHS is VHS was they fire, don't even know what man. DVDs are anymore because it's like now it's Blu-ray or whatever right yeah, yeah, or not, yeah. now it's not even that it's Netflix man Netflix yeah, yeah bro that's it. that is interesting the VHS era <laughs> you know what else is a, is a sick movie from back in the day you ever seen the Spongebob movie the first of course, one yeah bro fire movie holds well, up 
I, I, I can't remember which one was because I've seen one. They did number two as well, didn't they? Bro, I, I don't care about no movie after the first one, man. <laughs> I, I can't lie. Honestly. Yeah. Have you ever seen like Godfather or like Godfather 2? Did I watch the God? I feel like I watched the Godfather. Godfather 2 is better than Godfather 1. Mm. So you have to watch 2. Did I watch Godfather the other day? I watched one of those those mobster movies the other day. I can't remember which one it was. It wasn't Godfather. You would remember it. Yeah, yeah. I remember like I was like, I haven't seen this movie and everyone talks about it. So let me watch it. Damn. I can't believe I just forgot it like that. My bad, Ricky. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I don't I don't mind. What do uh so obviously do you are you with do you live with your partner? Um yes. Yeah, yeah so yeah, you yeah. guys just crush movies every night? All the time. All the time. We're so right now to, she loves anime, so we're supposed to watch your name. You know, okay. It's just like an anime movie and it's supposed it's like one of those really cute kind of sad movies. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad because she was like, Let's watch it before you leave and I'm like, Okay and I just never did and I, <laughs> and then I came here. <laughs> so you know you got you're going home and that's that's what's on the agenda. It's the first thing. That's the first yeah, thing. On that the and then D and D. Before we got a couple minutes off. Before we wrap up, I want to know food. What is food like here compared to back home? Compared to back home, man. Um, you know what's funny is that sometimes when I'm back in Jamaica, there's things that Jamaica has that Canada doesn't, and there's things that Canada has that Jamaica doesn't. Flat out, there's, there's times where I'm in Jamaica and they're like, bro. First of all, let me just say that KFC in Jamaica and any Caribbean island crushes everything else. Okay. Next time you're down there, Wait, bro. What, what's so good about it? I can't tell you. But, like, if you're in Jamaica, bro, you see people, like, lining up to get KFC, KFC. in the drive. Like, the, like the drive through is coming out into the road. It's a very regular thing. All right. Noted. Yeah, man. Yeah. Noted. Um, And, of course, you have all the favorites, the jerk chicken, the oxtail. It's being made on the side of the road, which is, like, that's, like, that's kind of like the McDonald's, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's 3 a.m. I just left the party. Let me go and get some some jerk chicken. And there's chicken. Someone, someone on the side of the road just cooking it Just up. cooking it. You know what I mean? So, but then also, like, when I'm down there, I'm thinking about, like, hey, you know, I could go for, like, a, I could go for, like, a, like, some Korean fried chicken right now. And I can't find that anywhere in Jamaica. Yeah. So, I feel like there's definitely, there's a balance. Have you, uh, have you tried all the, uh, the beef patties here? Um... I don't think I I don't think I've ever had a, a beef patty up here before, actually. No. Nah. Do you like them? I I used to love beef patties when I was a kid. So it's like a it's Toronto joke, but like a lot of subway stations used to sell beef patties. Right, right, right. So everyone knew it was like Eglinton had some of the best beef patties at Eglinton Station. And then I was like, I think they shut down now or they don't do it anymore. But like we used to just eat beef patties every day after school on the on the subway ride home, the days we took the subway. But man, you gotta try. There's a, there's some good places in the city that have beef patties. Mm-hmm. Like go to Chubby's, take them to Chubby's. Chubby's is good. It's like, yeah. in my opinion, one of the better Jamaican spots. But I haven't been to too many. But yeah, I went to Real Jerk the other day. I didn't have any patties there, but I had the jerk chicken there, and I was like, to me, that was the closest I've ever this? had. Real Jerk. It's somewhere in Toronto. Okay. I don't know where, but um, um, yeah, they did a good job. That's a nice shout out too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Real Jerk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, before we wrap up too, what's, uh, so we already talked about some of the shows that you're playing, but what else are you working on this year? What else am I working on, man? Right now, um, it's just a, man, I'm just I love how you smile too every time you answer a question too. <laughs> you're just like such a big smile. Oh, I appreciate it. Makes that, my man. job easy here. <laughs> I try to make everything easy for everyone. You know what I mean? Um, but right now I'm just, I've just locked myself in the studio and I was just making as many vibes as possible. I feel like I'm going to take a little break. For a little bit because it's one of those moments now where I have to live life. I can't just be making songs on top of songs on top of songs. But yeah, I just wanted um I really just wanted to get these singles out on the road, build up towards our project. And I want this project to be nice and something that people can connect to and something that people can relate to. I don't want it to just be like a little throwaway, oh here's the vibe. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But this is is it's gonna be it's gonna be a labor of love. It's gonna be a slow burn, hopefully not too slow. But we're gonna get there. I like that. Yeah, man. When do you uh, when do you plan on releasing it? The the project. Yeah. <laughs> in uh, time. Okay. Good good answer. <laughs> eh? That could be like in three months time, in six months time, in a year time. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. No, it's in the back of my mind though. But right now, I'm definitely in like you know the vault is filled. We have these vibes. Let's just let's just get them out there to yeah. the people. Last question. Yes, sir. And I we used to ask this all the time. I'm getting back to it now. If there was a movie about your life, who would you want to star as you? Who Could be anyone from anybody, yeah, anyone in time. Uh, I've been asked this question before, and I feel like my answer is always Donald Glover. Oh, yeah. 
Good answer. Yeah, man. I relate a lot to 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 Donald Childish. Well, and, and he can sing an act. Yeah, he can do anything. Yeah. Man. So I feel like, yeah, you know what I mean. He'd be he he played the perfect cruff. I feel like. No, he play. He'd be solid, Roy. He'd be solid, Roy. <laughs> <You see me? laughs> In the biopic. Damn. I love it. Yeah, man. I love it, Cruff man. Thank you for coming on. This was this has been a pleasure. Yeah, man. If people want to find out more about you, your music, what you're doing, and everything, where can they go? How can they find you? King Cruff, K I N G C R U F F on every platform. You know, what I mean, Instagram, the TikTok is there as well. Um, yeah, yeah, come and check it out. Oh, you're gonna start posting some TikToks uh, yeah, soon it's, too. It's, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm working on the content right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't, I can't look at you. <laughs> you can't be serious. You're like, ah, yeah, 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 about that. Ricky's looking at me like you ain't making no content. <laughs> <laughs> you're making music. It's still content. Keep it it's down. It's not with video it. content. Um, Anyways, guys, if you made it to the end, we appreciate you. Give Cruff a follow. Give the pals a follow. Subscribe. Share this with your friends. And we'll see you next week. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Bless up. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every I got alone. No one thing. You're not alright. I'm not alright.